Get ready for a week-long celebration of music, community and fabulous fun with Joy Radiothon 2024. Joy has the largest collection of rainbow podcast content in the world and you can help keep us out loud and proud by donating during Joy Radiothon 2024. Just go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. Mark it in your calendars because Joy Radiothon returns June 1st to 7th and remember, we all flourish with joy. Welcome to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Visit joy.org.au to find out more about our Joycasts. We have Stephen A. Russell here, our fortnightly guest. Oh, special guest star. Special, special of guest course, star. special but, guest star. But he's going away. Where are you going? I am ridiculously off to the Berlin Film Festival, the Berlin Alley. Oh, um, hello. A little trip home, first of all. I'm very excited about this. Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. But Berlin Film Festival is one of the big ones, isn't it? It's, just, it's a really cool one for kind of more alternative cinema as uh-huh. well to see some more unusual films but there's also going to be quite a big Australian contingent there so why Kate Blanchett is turning up for her turn in Tar which right. is predominantly set in Berlin you've uh-huh. got this really cute Australian First Nations film uh, called Sweet As is going there uh, a a good friend of mine, Corey Chen, has her new TV series, uh, Bad Behaviour, is having its international premiere there. Wow. And there's also, there's new films from Ivan Sen, from Rolf Dahir. So, you know, we're really beginning to see mm. Australian cinema take another step up again. And it's Brilliant. almost getting back to, you know, the 70s and, and, when we were kind of at all the film festivals. Yeah. And are the awards of the Berlin Film, are they the Golden Bear? Yeah, they um, are. Uh, so we'll be keeping our, So we've actually got two Australian films in competition, and that is Ivan Sen's Limbo and Rolf Dehir's uh, The Survival of Kindness. So we'll be rooting for the home team yeah. while I'm over there. Fantastic. All right. So uh, what what's happening in cinema in Australia? Well, we have got a very pride-appropriate lineup at oh. the moment because I'm going to talk about three queer films. Oh, okay. Unfortunately, rather homophobically, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of all of them, but we'll go into why, okay? All right. Um, first of all, I'm going to start with one that I know you'll want to check out, David, because it stars, I believe, I quote, your future husband. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Does he know you? No. We haven't, we haven't sent him the memo, okay. but we will after the show. And that is Jonathan Groff, yep. who people who, might know from the TV show Looking. Yeah, I loved Looking, and um, he was also in that, Hamilton and Broadway uh, on Broadway, uh, and that detective series that he did. Yes, Mindhunter. Oh, oh my Netflix. gosh, that was amazing. There I loved you go. it. Uh, and uh, yeah, he was uh, in Glee too, wasn't he? He was in Glee. He was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, huge on uh, Broadway. Yeah, yeah and look, a big it's, Broadway. Star. It's always really good to see, uh, you know, an out queer star who's doing really well and actually also representing the community a lot so you know I have yes, a lot of big respect for Jonathan yeah. but also the other guy is pretty pretty so, uh, yeah, so popular person this film is Knock at the Cabin uh-huh. which is by M. Night Shyamalan which everyone will know you know he did the sixth end he did signs basically by now you know that he has a twist ending and then <laughs> the rest of the film gets re- you know reverse engineered from there um, so basically Jonathan Groff and and Ben Aldridge, who's really handsome and really charismatic. He is. Uh, and he, he's English. Yeah. He is. He plays a 
Thomas Wayne, father of Batman, yep. in the DC TV show Penny Penny Wise Wise, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I, I love I love that show. It, it's because it's so out there, it's so quirky. Penny Worth, Penny, Penny Wise Worth. is the oh. creepy clown oh, from right. that, which okay. is why I had a total brain collapse on on air there. Anyway, yeah. quite different. <laughs> Penny Worth, Alfred Penny, and, and they play a couple, and they've got a daughter or something, haven't they? Got a yeah. So basically they are a gay couple who have gone to a cabin in the woods which newsflash you never do in a horror film because it <laughs> never ends well <laughs> and they have an adopted daughter uh, called Wen played by newcomer Kristen Cooey and we don't really get a lot of time one thing that I, I, I think I don't love about thriller or horror films is when they're so quick to get to mm, the the horror that they forget to set up the character yep, so we yep, spend yep. Pretty much no time oh, with this couple whatsoever. Right. Do you care about them at all then? Or are you just like, yeah, kill them? I mean, you do a little <laughs> bit because it's, you know, we, we don't get to see a gay couple that often. But it pretty much almost immediately has her on her own in the woods being approached by uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy star, uh, Dave Podista, who I do really love, right? He's a big dude. A very he, big dude, yeah. He, but he plays, he plays some interesting roles. And here he plays this kind of. You know, there's a big sense of stranger danger. Who is this well, person? Well, Why is he talking to her? And but isn't he in the cabin that they? So what happens is he shows don't up. Don't give it away, David. I know. Don't give too much away. Look, this is based on a novel, right? Uh-huh. And I don't want to say too much about the oh, plot okay. because it is, you know, you really have to go into it kind of cold. But essentially, he shows up. And then very quickly, three of his friends turn up. One of whom is Rupert Grint, who people will know as Ron Weasley from the Harry Potter films. You've got Nikki Amuka Bird, who was in Shyamalan's previous film, Old. And you've also got little woman actor Abby Quinn. Whoa. Now, all of all four of these people have hectic mm. weapons with them. Mm-hmm. And and they and they're staying in the same No. Cab- so oh. they basically have a it's a a home invasion kind of plot where they kind of try and force their way into this cabin it sounds too horrible i don't want to see it look it it should be but the thing about shia milan that i don't love is he has this really weird dialogue that doesn't feel natural he also gets his actors to kind of do these really kind of very strange and unusual performances and he also holds them really tight in close-ups okay so i always find his way of creating a film slightly off-putting it's it doesn't feel natural to me and he also also does really cheesy cameos in all of his films and, and he does not disappoint in this one but look i don't want to say any more about it but there is a very interesting concept behind this one I do like it slightly more in retrospect thinking about it, but it it didn't it didn't work for me. And and quite famously, the book that it's based on by Paul J. Tremblay has a much darker ending and they mm. really cop out on the ah, ending here and okay. go for something a bit cheesier. Yeah. Look, I'm kind of it's an unusual one. Uh it's it it, it 
somewhat like Megan recently, the, the creepy doll horror. It's a horror film that is trying to not be too horrible. It cuts away from anything that's pretty gruesome. Yeah, because it's putting me off because I, I, the, I, the anxiety of seeing these poor people going away and yeah. all of a sudden... Well, yeah. I, want, I wanted to care more and I think a big part of my problem is that they don't spend the time right, establishing okay. this couple beforehand. So they kind of tease it out in flashbacks as we go along. Oh, okay. But that's too late for me. Like, I, right. I feel like if you really want to feel tension, you have to do it up front, mm. okay? Mm. I'm going to give it... Oh, I'm going to give it two and a half stars. Oh. Maybe three if I was feeling super generous. Hey, like, he obviously <laughs> doesn't like it, folks. I don't love it. And so we're going to move on to Darren Aronofsky's The Whale. Now, this has had a big kind of conversation because Why? It's, it's the return of Brendan Fraser mm. who was the star of The Mummy yep. much better film I actually think was Ian with Ian McKellen and Gods and Monsters yes that was good which was yeah. spectacular yeah. right so he had a pretty horrendous situation in Hollywood where he was kind of sexually assaulted and one of these Me Too stories and he it really kind of de- he felt it totally derailed his career right so there's a big lot of goodwill behind him for this Oscar campaign that he's now nominated for Best Actor. Mm. And people want him to do really well. They want him back on our screens. All of that is great, right? However, um, call me old-fashioned, but I do You're like, old-fashioned. Yeah, I, and I am. Like, when it comes to the Oscars, I don't like these comebacks or their due one narratives, uh, right? Okay. Mm. I feel like we should focus on performance. Uh-huh. Now, so this, basically, he plays a, a kind of shut-in um, professor who does his classes on Zoom and he is morbidly obese. So what, what we're not privy to the, the full reasons, but he is obviously going through trauma. He has decided that he's going to kind of overeat his way out of this world and that's Whoa. what he's set on doing. Whoa. Now, so it's quite, you know, it's quite an intense setup. You've got Hong Chow, who was the breakout star of The Menu, as a nurse who is really trying, she's trying to talk him out of it, but is also kind of resigned that that's what he wants to do. Um, then you've got Ty Simpkins, who is a good, also a good breakout actor in the horror film Insidious. He shows up as a kind of missionary who just turns up at the door and interrupts a, a fairly full-on scene and, and, and kind of becomes invested in, in where this is going to go. And then you've also got Samantha Morton, who was in a great Scottish film, Marvin Collar, as his ex-wife. And this has been adapted from the play by Samuel D. Hunter, and it's ve- it's all pretty much set within one room, and it's very stagey. Now, some films, I think, transfer really well from stage. Some don't. I found this quite hammy. Um, it's a film that addresses, you know, tragedy and pain and how we could compensate for that. But in putting Brendan Fraser in this in massive prosthetic kind of costume that makes him look, you know, particularly obese, mm. it's... I, I I found it really quite confronting in the way that it didn't it did feel a lot like it was pointing and staring a lot of the time and 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 there's there's an awful lot of scenes of him eating and it really kind of zooms oh. in on the grotesquerie of it. Yeah. Um, Darren Aronofsky did Mother. He's done a lot of you know really big, loud, in-your-face films. He's not particularly nuanced filmmaker. He definitely revels in shock value um 
I I found this a very uncomfortable film. I found it a very stagey film. I didn't particularly rate Brendan Fraser's performance. No. Um, it's not. It's not a terrible, terrible film. But I didn't. I did feel a little like it's sort of you know pointing and staring. Um, I, I could probably couldn't give it more than two and a half. Either, okay. I have to say so. That's right. the whale. It is gonna. It may well win Brendan Fraser mm. the Oscar. Oh. So watch mm. this space. <laughs> it's, had, it's had a lot of backlash about being quite fat phobic. Look, and and a lot of people have pushed back against that. I find it hard to see how it's not fat phobic. It, mm. I feel like it's trying to have its. I mean, pardon, I don't mean this to be... It feels like it's trying to have its cake and eat it. It really does. It's sort of trying to, on one hand, go, this is a real shame, we should feel on this person's side and understand their pain but at the same time but does the story actually go along try to explain this you know and what, it what's does, causing the pain because and, mm. and, and this is where the queer element comes mm. in and I don't want to say too no, no. much about that but certainly the the playwright did base yeah because I was wondering mm. what you know like because you said oh they're all queer and I'm thinking well, so he is a gay man it opens with a scene of him mm. watching gay oh, porn okay. um that is made absolutely explicit yeah. at the outset we we then find out why he's in so much pain again i just i'm not a huge fan of actors relying on prosthetics for their performance and this one is particularly pronounced mm. like it's very exaggerated yeah. okay mm. it's also not the playwright's own story it's partly his story but he takes it to an extreme mm. that is not mm. his truth so okay mm. look it's one of those ones you're gonna have to go see make up your mind the same with the previous one knock mm. at the cabin go mm. and see them make up your own mind they both made me feel a little uncomfortable you'll have your own decision. Now, do we have time for the third one we very do. quickly? Okay, so going back to Knock at the Cabin, we had Ben Aldridge, who's mm. the rising star for yep. Pennyworth, not Pennywise. <laughs> he also <laughs> plays uh, one of the, the leads in Spoiler Alert. Now, yeah. this is also, David, based on a true story. Right, and who's the other actor? So here you have the Big Bang Theory star, Jim Parsons. Right. People love like people love that show, obsessed. Well, right? I, I love the show, but he annoys a crap out of <laughs> he your has life. a very mannered performance oh, oh, yes. and and it's the he's, same here and he's always plays a similar role in other things i've seen him in and so he plays a very similar role here this this time it's the um michael Azuelo is the person who wrote this memoir about his real life he is a tv critic in america oh okay jim parsons plays that role right very much in the jim parsons mode ben aldridge plays this kind of hunky you know, boyfriend that he just falls in with in a in a club someday, and I mean the film the film's literally called Spoiler Alert. So I, this is not actually a spoiler. It <laughs> announces right at the start the reason why this is called Spoiler Alert is because Ben Aldridge's character has cancer and he is going to die, and so this is a film about people finding each other and then being confronted with loss mm. not not very long after mm. and um and look it is it is interesting it's written by david marshall grant who did devil wears prada and also queer activist and writer dan savage so it's got some pretty big names behind it and it's directed by michael showalter who did the big sick which did really well a few years mm. back and look, again, I don't want to be... I feel like I'm being a real meanie this year. <laughs> I feel like I'm being you this week, David. I don't know why. It's pride and I'm being mean to them all. <laughs> but look, again, it's super stagey. It's right, kind of hard okay. to draw on. Of course I cried in the final act, right? Of yeah. course I did. But at the same time, these things are very... 
designed right. to make you cry. How yeah. can you not cry yeah. when someone's yeah. dying of cancer? You know, it's a it's a it's a very mawkish okay. film. How how many? Look, it's fine. I'm giving it three. Three? Oh, it must be much better than everything else because everything else only got two and a half. The other two <laughs> right. I found really problematic in their own uh, way. Hey, less I just want to quickly, um, you know, the fact that it was three queer films. Yes. Uh, social media mm. and and uh, has just been ablaze this week yep. about uh, The Last of Us. Uh, yes. And the, t- the two gay guys, yes. uh, their story. Uh, which One of is whom is Australian, Murray Bartlett. Murray Bartlett. Exactly. <laughs> and um, uh, has anyone else seen it? No. Uh, have you seen it? Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. And so it's really nice. It, it's gorgeous. The, you know, like the fact that it's this, um, you know, uh, the end of the world, um, yep. and there's uh, uh, there, and there's not one um, zombie in this one. Oh no! Uh, the, oh no! There isn't actually. No, you're right. It's no humans zom- that attack yeah. them. You're right. Uh, and um, uh, and the fact that it's this gorgeous love story between two men. Do you know what? I'm going to say very very quickly. I haven't loved the show as much as everybody else. However, what I will say is what it's doing really well. Are the side stories, although in this one, there's yeah. a bottle episode, particularly about a gay couple. And there's a beautiful line about one of them says how they're getting old, and the other one went, That's that old is okay because we're still here, and it's mm. the end of the world, and mm. they're having this little loving yeah. gay romance. And, and but we won't say because if you watch it, um, what happens? So. <laughs> I feel sad. like you just did spoiler alert. So, there's so many um queer stories right now in there mainstream, is. isn't there? There absolutely is, yeah. and you know, it's sad you were mentioning earlier on before we came on air, um. That you know, bros didn't particularly do well at the box office. Neither did spoiler alert, and that's kind of sad. But at the same time, I think we're having an absolute renaissance, particularly mm. on television, of queer mm. story. And mm. it's sometimes you have you know dips and troughs. Yep. but we're yep. we're doing pretty well, I yep. reckon. Fantastic. Well, have a wonderful trip. And uh, can't wait to hear all the gossip when you come, come Can't back. wait to come back and spread the gossip. <laughs> <laughs> See you, Stephen A. Russell. Bye-bye. Thank you so much. You're here on Joy 94.9, Sunday. Joy 94.9 is a GLB TIQ community radio station in Melbourne, Australia. Support Joy 94.9 by becoming a member at joy.org.au. This podcast was produced by Joy Media. You can support Joy's diverse sound and diverse community this June by donating to Joy Radiothon 2024. Go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. And remember, we all flourish with joy.